Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Pulp Bald Move podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And tonight we're talking about the latest installment of the Indiana Jones film. Apparently a film nobody wanted to make, nobody was asking for. Terrible reviews coming out of cans. Uh, can, I'm sorry. Don't want to sound like an ignorant hillbilly. The can uh, film festival. Uh, I, I went into this theater real, real nervous, Jim. And I am coming out ready to vent my nerd rage spleen. That's what I was looking forward to do. What 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 do you think? Do do you have raged event? Uh well I go in I went into this movie like I go into every movie, which is with zero feeling whatsoever. I need <laughs> I'm I'm not going to preemptively feel like I need shit on this thing. I'm not gonna get hyped for it. It's up to you. Show me what you're gonna show me, and I'll feel how I feel. Show me uh, what you got. And Indiana Jones showed me what it's got. And I felt pretty good about it. I felt better than I did about Crystal Skull. Uh, even after the rewatch that we recently did and the podcast that we did, I still feel a little bit better about this one. Uh, but not nearly as good as I feel about Raiders and Temple and Last Crusade. I mean, the, those are movies that made me want to get out of that theater and go have an adventure when I watch them, although I've, I've never seen them in the theater. You know what I mean? Up off the couch, mm-hmm. go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie makes me want to eat popcorn and watch Indiana Jones go on an adventure. And that's fine. That's fine. It's just, I'm never going to recapture that feeling of, of call to adventure that Indiana Jones gave me when I first saw them. But not, yeah, that's to... not to say that this is a bad movie. I think this is a very serviceable, maybe perhaps even good movie. Yeah, I, I got to say, I don't have any nerd rage event at all. I was pleasantly surprised by this film. Um, I think it's a really good script, a solid script. I'm impressed yeah. that um, I've stayed spoiler free and uh, none of the official marketing material spoiled me. Um, and, and I remember being going in skeptical about the dial of destiny business and like the hell does that even mean? And they do a really funny tease, um, that I'll want to talk about in the spoiler section where I was like, God damn it movie. You must have a, a can full of gas. If you are being this, uh, the, the, this, uh, fan nerd rage baity about stuff. Um, uh, but I think it backed it up. I, I mean, I definitely, the, the, some of the de-aging stuff is not the best. Really? Um, but I, oh, wow. I, okay. I, 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 but I think some of it is like uncanny to like the worst it looks like is a very good cut scene from the latest version of Naughty Dog software, which to me is way hmm. good enough to engage with. Like if you can give me Last of Us 2 Joel, that's enough to make me laugh, enough to make me rage, enough to make me cry, it turns out. So, like, I didn't, but, like, I can, but definitely you could tell that that wasn't Harrison Ford. That was some kind of CGI version. But half the time, it was, like, a flawless re- recreation, and half the time it wasn't. And they had just shitty lighting to help sell that illusion throughout that scene. But <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes. Once you get out of the de-aging stuff, um, it was just a pledge, like, this... Harrison Ford at 80 years old reads exactly like uh, I don't know late 60s early 70s old man Indiana Jones and it's kind mm-hmm. of a joy to watch him go about his business um, 
Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I think, is the perfect companion for this adventure. Yeah, she's great. So much fun. Uh, so exciting. Uh, real presence. And uh, it's, it's just a delight. I like the sidekick. Um, I The villain, Mads Mikkelsen, great. No notes. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, you know, like you, you getting Indiana Jones fighting Nazis again in the late sixties. Uh, what's <laughs> what's there not to like? Uh, without spoiling, where are you at with the artifact? Is it up there at all with like the Sanka stones or? Uh, uh, okay, yeah, with the stones for sure. Like it I, beats the shit out of Crystal Skull. Definitely. But like, it also this plot can't made really hold a candle sense. to the Ark and the Holy Grail, right? Like, yeah, that might be Judeo-Christian bias, but I kind of, sure. yeah, for sure, I can, I can, but I think it's, I think it's up there with the the stones, maybe. Easily, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just rewatched Temple of Doom this week or the week before, and this week uh, the um, Red Letter Media boys did a retrospective retro rewatch. And uh, I was like five minutes in, I was fuming because I felt like they were stealing all the takes I wanted to make. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, you know what? This is actually good because I don't have to make a podcast now. I can anyone who wants to know my take, I can just refer them to the Red Letter Media. <laughs> OK, I mean, like when when Rich Evans said, uh, actually, I think Willie gets too much hate. I like her as a character. I'm like, fuck me. I thought that was going to be that's going to be my red hot nuclear take it. it, it I, I think this is in that neighborhood. I, I think Temple of Doom is good, actually. I've been wrong about it all this, these years. <laughs> and I uh-huh. think this is comfortably in that zone where it doesn't feel like it's a mainline Indiana Jones adventure, but it feels like a comic book version of an Indiana Jones adventure. A little less grounded, a little more mm. loosey-goosey, uh, a little, some, some of the stunts are a little bit more, huh? Um, but I, I, it was just a lot of fun and emotionally satisfying. Yeah, that it was. I think the, the place that they get to with Indiana Jones by the end of this is a very good place. Um, and, and, and they, they go to pains to get there and I, I think it pays off. And I'm glad they did because like, that's the thing, you know, we, we talked about this on the other podcast, but Last Crusade was such a great send off to the character that like the Crystal Skull just kind of sits in your craw because it's the opposite. It just kind of like rips off the Band-Aid and lets the wound fester. This is it's not the Last Crusade, but I think this is another great send off to Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a long term Indiana Jones fan, I am very satisfied with this being the last word in Jones. Yeah. I think so. Please, God, let this be the last word in Jones, at least well, with Harrison Ford. They they finally fulfilled their contract, right? <laughs> their five movie deal. Just, so yeah, yeah. Just forty years later, who knew that Indiana Jones would be a longer, sharper hook than Han Solo? I uh-huh. would not have called that back as a seven year old. It'd been close, but honestly, I would have gone to Han Solo. Yeah, I will uh, say I disagree about the uh, the. CG young Harrison Ford. I I think they nailed it. Um, Disney's been, you know, working on this stuff. I feel like if anybody's going to 
really nail this stuff. Uh, probably Disney, but I, for the life of them, they cannot get the Indiana Jones action scenes right with the CG. Uh, I, the the weakest part of this entire movie, visually for me, is the chase scene. Just like it was in Crystal Skull, with you know Mutt and then Indy all swinging from branches mm-hmm. and shit like that. It all looks like they undercranked the camera and sped it up and it all looks like it's obvious CG and I don't understand why they can't do a better job with this. It's so wild because you're going to you're going to go rogue on your uh, de-aging take. I'm going to go rogue on my chase take. I thought that <laughs> that chase through what is that Syracuse or wherever the hell it was? I Andrew. thought that was extremely well executed. There is like one or two seconds of that where I thought, well, I, yeah, it's it's too bad they can't pull this off practically. And as a companion to that, that horse, you know, as, as it features prominently in the trailer, that uh, horse chase mm. through New York City through the per- the the moon landing parade uh. is fucking awesome. It is so colorful and fun, and like mm-hmm. I think it helps that Harrison Ford is really riding that damn horse for yeah, at least 80. a lot of hero shots. Plus There's certainly only, okay. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think eighty year old Harrison Ford is riding down flights of stairs and stuff. And <laughs> I think I saw some masks and some, but like it, it held together and it was exciting and propulsive and, mm-hmm. um. I, I, yeah, I just this. I just thought this was a really great script. And and there's two things I thought at the end of the movie. Number one, I wish I could have seen Spielberg shoot this because oh, it is such a fun script. Yes. And there's a couple of things in the first act or two that where like it's a clumsy handoff from one thing to the other that I think Spielberg just nails. There's it's just a propulsive quality that it could have used in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have pulled a little more humor out of this movie. I, I I didn't find myself laughing very often until way later in the movie than I expected. And I think there's a scene or two I would trim involving the kid that I kind of want to talk about in a spoiler section huh. uh, because okay. they're just, I don't know, there's there's this trend in movies where they feel, I feel like they have to over-explain everything. And it's like, mm. especially egregious in Indiana Jones movie, for God's sake. Right. Um. But yeah, I, and I think to go back to the de-aging argument. Now, you know what? I, I'm going to save my rebuttal for the spoiler section because it's a little okay. just too detailed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I There's, man, a tons, tons, tons of stuff I, mean, I can say. We talked about how good the music is. Johnny Williams coming back mm-hmm. at 465 years old. 91 years old this man yeah. scored this movie he scored the uh fablemans too before it and a completely original score here you could tell this is just i imagine johnny's coasting quite a bit on this track although oh yeah he did he the heavy lifting with, 40 years ago <laughs> he came up with a new sidekick uh theme uh, a little mm-hmm. uh some uh, phoebe waller bridge uh, rascal music he, he wasn't completely, but I definitely saw him uh, recycle some Imperial marches. Uh, like Mads Mikkelsen's theme is essentially like a slightly slower timed uh, Emperor music, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, no, it's it's an Indiana Jones score, which means it's great. You know, it, mm-hmm. it does the dun 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 every time you want it to. Yep. Um what i yeah i i uh i got not much to say in the non-spoiler section other than i was so delighted to not hate this movie 
boy, all those. What the hell is wrong with the can people? Are, 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 are we in the tank or are they just joyless fucks? <laughs> because like the universal be pain, worse than Crystal Skull, really? Was that people said that? Was this clickbait? Yeah, but yeah, well, a lot of outlets are saying that. that. That's crazy, crazy talk. I think so too. I think I don't so know. Too. I it, yeah. I mean, I look. I've read some of the criticisms of this movie mm-hmm. uh, in the last five minutes before we started this podcast, mm-hmm. and, and I don't like. I don't think those people are insane. What I think is happening here with with its like sixty something percent Rotten Tomatoes score is that it's just barely not good enough for some people to give it a positive score. And so mm. it's taken hit after hit of like narrow misses. Gotcha. Is what I think uh, is happening with Rotten Tomatoes. As far as people coming out of can saying like, this is a piece of garbage. I don't know because it's not that. Yeah. yeah this is a know. better than serviceable movie. It it, And that's largely down to the script. I, I could see where like, saying Steven Spielberg missing uh be, being absent from the director's chair this time could definitely have been a problem it could have been a problem but I don't think but it we'll was. never know like I mean I de- I definitely would love to see Steven Spielberg directing this movie just because uh-huh. of course but mean. like it's kind of a shitty thing to make as like an outright criticism be like this movie could have been better if it was directed by Spielberg I mean yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> like sure I'll buy that. One uh-huh. of the greatest, the most entertaining living directors probably could have done. I can't think of a, most most movies that can be said of. But, you know, James Mangold is not like a shitty director. Uh, he made Copland. Well-regarded. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a Sylvester Stallone vehicle. We'll have to do that for a badass film. It's not a badass film, though. Uh, Girl <laughs> Interrupted. Uh, Walk the Line. 310 to Yuma. Okay, uh, three ten to Yuma is where I start to think maybe he could pull something like the, this off. But those other movies don't give me a, even a glimmer of hope that he can do an action movie like this. Okay, I'm, but the three ten to Yuma absolutely because uh-huh. there are some pulse pounding gunfights in that uh, re- great action scenes. But like I'm saying, he's a quality director. Um, gotcha. And uh, yeah, it's like this guy, it's like okay, yeah, he's not Indiana Jones, but he's not just like some fucking dumbass <laughs> that stumbled into the studio parking lot and they gave him a camera and said go to work kid you know <laughs> sure uh i'd kind of gotten the impression from some of the preseason that like they did some kind of disastrous choice at, but yeah i don't know I, I thought he did i thought he did a good job mm-hmm. um okay i think we're ready to talk about movie trailers and general uh, thoughts about upcoming movies what do you think uh yeah let, let me ask you this one more thing do you think this the reason this is better than a crystal skull is because Lucas and Spielberg didn't write this thing. <laughs> Cause that was part of the problem. And I, I look, I don't want to take too much away from Spielberg. Really. Lucas was a huge problem on crystal. I skull. think so. That's what it seems like. And I do also think that Spielberg didn't care enough to push back. So like giving yeah. this to fresh yeah. people, um, or like I said, I, this this is a good script. This Crystal Skull was not a good script. Uh, this is a good. I think yep. this is a good script. It holds together, makes sense. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, do a whole bunch of like, how the fuck did they get here and what the hell? It just it just kind of you know one thing goes after another. Um, mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I mean, I did may, maybe, but maybe the other script because this had like five credited writers to it, which always is a sign of like, wow, this this is a lot. Maybe uh, James Mangold had a vision and an affection and passion for the character that Spielberg has left behind in the '80s, and he did fight for the best version of the movie rather than be like, ah, Ghost in the Castle, fuck, sure, why not? Uh, weird skull people in a graveyard, yeah, okay, uh, I've. Get Dan Aykroyd in here to write the alien shit? Why not? I mean, it's like maybe him being younger and giving a shit is sure. what the thing needed. I'll say that one of the writers is David Cope, who cop, I forget how to say his name, but he's the mm-hmm. guy who wrote, you know, co-wrote Jurassic Park or co-wrote with Spielberg. Eh, I'm sure he had a big hand in it. Uh, uh, but yeah, cop did like a lot of really popular movies in the 90s. Mission Impossible. Oh, Mangold did Ford versus Ferrari too. That had not inconsiderable action oh, scenes as well. All right. Yeah, I I think Dial of Destiny. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's it's. Uh, I can't imagine them making more Indiana Jones. Like I just Harrison unless they unless Harrison Ford just bequeaths his digital likeness, uh, and they go full on on Candy Valley. Or uh, what would your appetite be for some stuff built around? Was it Helena? Was that her name? Uh-huh. Yeah, Helena Shaw. What, what would you think a couple uh, to try an Indiana Jones style adventure with her, like an Austin Powers era, groovy, or you know, rascal archaeologist thief? Yeah. I, so I really like Phoebe Waller Bridge. I'd like to see her do some more stuff because I haven't seen her since Fleabag ended. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we could we could try it, but again, I'm gonna have to like. You're not going to get me hyped on that, and I'm not going to believe that it's right. shit until I see what's going on there. It would have to be its own thing, but I, I could definitely see that they, you know, they wrote her with a little bit of an appetite, like Indiana Jones. Like clearly, mm-hmm. she uh, is flirty. She likes good-looking men. Uh, she likes uh-huh. going to exotic locations, making money, uh, solving mysteries. Like there's the the core is there, and she's good at it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she had a lot of fun. So. I'm saying let's let's let the fun people have fun. I, I could get down with that. We'll be right back with more bald move after this brief pause. And now back with more bald move. Are we ready to talk trailers now, or do you have some other non-spoilery? No, we talk trailers. Okay, uh, I got a couple that I don't have much to say because we've seen them before. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see you next month, sir. Uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. I think this is a new trailer. I don't think it's going to be a first-run bald movie, but I would love to check this out around spooky season. Yeah, I, I, I man, I wish this wasn't a story that had already been told so many times because I think it looks really cool, but we know everything about it, right? Like Dracula yeah, eats everybody on board that and that's it. Do you know what this movie makes me feel feel like? Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Remember okay. when they used to make like action horror movies, and they kind of like peaked and then mm-hmm. started getting rot when you had like the Van Helsings and uh, Jesus, what was that Ben Affleck like Brothers Grimm? Like it just kind of all went bad. But you had this run of like you had that and like uh, Underworld and the Victor Frankenstein thing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if that worked either. With McAvoy, uh. But we did have, in my opinion, Sleepy Hollow was a damn fine or- horror action flick. And I feel like this is what The Last Voyage of the Demeter is kind of given. 
me mm-hmm. those kind of feelings. Yeah. Uh, slick, well-made, exciting, scary, um, gorgeous. It looks very, very uh, voluptuous, the filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Marvels. Um, I... Th- I think I think it might I think it might have happened, dude. I think comic book movies might have crested. I, <laughs> oh, I, I this feel is like the one for you. I feel like um, Marvel is neat. I I'm kind of interested in this film, but I haven't seen half of the stuff that it's based on, and it's just like man, it, it's 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 getting really hard to build up enthusiasm in between these these projects. You know, like I'm not this Nick Fury. Like I read uh, Seppenwall's review, which is pretty scathing of the uh, you know Secret Wars kind of thing that also leads up in this. I just, I just don't know, man. Hmm. I don't know. I think Marvel has got other than Spider Man, they need to get they need to get onto the X Men and the Fantastic Four to shore up because I, I don't know what they got. Uh, huh. Host. You know, post Thor, post uh, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man, Guardians yep. of the Galaxy, post Iron Man, post Captain America. Um, well, I guess they do have the new Captain America. We'll have to see if that's any good. But yeah, uh, yeah the Marvels. I, I, I saw the beginning of this trailer, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's a cool looking Star Trek esque space station. What's this?" And then I saw Nick Fury. And I'm like, "Fuck this! Really? <laughs> Jesus, more Marvel? Yeah. Uh, I know you're out on Barbie." Yeah. I still really want to do. I'm. I'm pretty sure I want to do uh, a Barbie podcast. Um, I've gotten a couple people throwing their their hats in the ring. Uh, if you have uh, a favorite uh, lady content creator, or are one yourself, and uh, you would like to do a Barbie podcast, hit me up. Uh, the creator. Here we go. I don't think we've seen Here this trailer we before. Go. Uh. We- Shit. Yeah, Denzel Washington's son. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Is it something David Washington? David Michael Washington? John, John David, David Washington. Uh, in in just the kind of movie we like, Jim. It's about uh-huh. artificial intelligence and the struggle between that and humanity. And, and it looks uh, great. Oh, it just looks like a billion dollars. It does. It looks great. It looks like it's going to tread a lot of uh, artificial intelligence AI ground. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe with the a little bit of child uh, AI stuff. Yeah. 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 But it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm all. Ken Watanabe's in this. I, I'm kind of all the way in based on that trailer. <laughs> also, like uh, I thought, we looked into this, and oh right, Gareth Edwards, uh, the Rogue One guy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is going to be, uh, which I guess he didn't direct a lot of Rogue One, but I do like some of the mm-hmm. stuff that Gareth Edwards done uh, independently uh, of that. So I, yeah, I'm pretty excited to check that out. That might be, I think we penciled that in for the next quarter of uh, bald movies, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another new trailer for Disney's Haunted Mansion, but I just, oh, yeah. I you know, Disney live action, eh? Yeah. I mean, I like Lakeith Stanfield a lot, but that's what I would bring me to it. See this, yeah, because yeah. he's really a funny, unique, creative guy. Uh, but he's getting paid in this movie. I don't know. If this is, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly an artistic, artistic triumph. But um, uh, yeah, that's it uh, for movies upcoming. We've got Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. We're going to be seeing that uh, around Part July one. 11th. Part mm-hmm. one, correct? 
correct. This is a this is two parter. Um, and then we're going to be seeing Oppenheimer July twentieth. That's the month ahead. Uh, probably Mission Impossible will get our uh, movie schedule for the next quarter nailed down so we can talk about the lineup. But uh, boy, so so much great stuff coming out uh, the tail end of the year. Again, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, uh, and Oppenheimer is what's coming up next. Uh, this is going to be it for everyone who is not a club member. If you like to hear us talk in detailed spoilers for the latest Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny, it's real easy. Go to support.baldmove.com right now to gain instant access to the rest of this year, this year podcast, ad-free feeds and everything else, tons more bonus audio and video content. It's great. All right. Scram, everybody. It's club members only.